Hi, welcome again to another episode of First to the Red Light. It's your boy, Jason. Back at it again with another episode. Um, sorry if my voice sounds weird. Um, <laughs> not because of the bad audio quality, which I am working on. Um, but I kind of woke up today and I felt a little sick. I felt a little uh, scratch in the throat, you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying, what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, it's because uh, my niece is over right now and she was sick for the past couple of days, so might have caught what she has, but probably not. It's not as bad. I just, I just woke up with like uh, a sore throat. Not even painful, just sore. But yeah, uh, let's get into this episode. Um, yeah, last episode I talked about, or I said that I was gonna maybe do a part two of this, and I kind of recorded that episode, like, a couple weeks ago, just kind of reflecting about what I said, and kind of everything that, talking about that stuff, like, brought up again, all these memories that I kind of, oh, man, what is it called when you, like, dig up a dead body for, like, criminal evidence? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. I have to look it up. Uh, can you take a body for criminal evidence? Uh, yeah. Oh, exhume. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so when I was like exhuming, all those things and all those like memories again. It brought up just a lot of a lot of interesting thoughts and interesting feelings that I haven't felt for a while, and uh, they kind of put into context what I've been feeling for a little bit, you know, as I've been single for quite a while now, and it's not for a lack of trying, or maybe it is, <laughs> like maybe honestly it is. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to kind of just update and I guess finish the story. I mean, the, the story of my life hasn't ended yet, thankfully, or maybe unfortunately. But uh, yeah, like kind of like continue the story and like come to the point of where I am now what's happened over the past few months, past few years that I've been single and kind of what that breakup has done to me psychologically and, and like how I view myself. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, yeah, I feel like with everything that's been going on, you know, like ever since I broke up, like so many, so many things have happened, like not just to me or her or like but to the world you know like tiktok has become a thing you know like social media has blossomed and literally proliferated into this the hulking beast that is like is literally like in every aspect of our lives now not not just like stupid dances but like even big level companies use social media to market their products or market their items or whatever you know create business relations you know, because it's, it's such a valuable tool, you know, you get like instant feedback, literally free instant feedback from your customer base. And it's just insane. 
and the ability to track analytics and like see what age demographic is like watching and looking at your videos or whatever is insane is insane you know like i like when i was in high school i didn't think social media would be like that you know it's just like hey like <laughs> high school's like hey like i have these classes you know like comment down below if you're in these classes <laughs> or like like hey oh my gosh like look how i asked my date to prom or like to winter formal or homecoming whatever it's like oh hey you know like i've been on this family vacation but now it's like yo like i like i took a poop and like I, this is how like this is how i like to have sex and it's just like oh my god like people are just unafraid now to share every aspect of their lives on social media and of course like why wouldn't companies want to target that because like oh like <laughs> oh you feel this way like why don't you try our product to make you feel better <laughs> like <laughs> you're interested in nerdy games like oh hey we have exactly what you need so yeah and then like tiktok and then even covid you know like just and COVID, Trump being president, like, oh, like, so many things have happened in the past five years that I was just, like, <laughs> like, when I look back on it, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, everything about who I was and who she was and what world we were living in in 2017 and 2016, like, they don't exist anymore. They're ghosts. You know, I'm sure I talked about this in the last episode. It's like, I think, like, I I hadn't yeah I hadn't allowed myself to grieve so like I'm still stuck in that past you know I'm still living with my ghosts and I feel like I really need I I mean in the past couple months I've really been working on grieving properly grieving rightly and just trying to be myself and what I mean by be myself is like not play other people's games. <laughs> what I mean by that is I feel like I just use analogies and they're just like a never. Okay. Um, it's like, what I mean by not play other people's games is like, I think I used to be very like caught up in other people's opinions and how, and other people's interactions with the world and how they value or not devalue certain things or aspects of human life. And for example, it's like, Oh, like you're outgoing and, loud like oh my gosh you must be doing it for attention or like oh you're quiet and reserved like oh you must be socially awkward it's like no you know it's it's, it's i've realized it's my response can be as simple as no like i don't even need to say you're wrong or whatever i'm just i just need to look at those types of people and just be straightforward with them and be like no you're wrong you know, like, that's not how I define myself. That's not why I'm doing these things. Your judgments are incorrect to me. And I'm not going to let them bother me. So that's kind of like a foyer or like intro to, I think, what's been going on ever since I recorded DML Part 1. Um, but yeah, like, it's really interesting to see, I guess, where I am and how much I've grown and kind of like, where she is, because I know a little bit about her life, um, kind of like where she is and what she's doing with her life now. And it's just we're different people. We've chosen different paths, obviously. Like, And looking at how different our paths are and how much we've diverged from each other ever since we dated, it's kind of, it makes sense why I was feeling like 
not really connected or understood. She's just a different person. She's not to judge her or kind of condemn her for being her, but, you know, and as always, it's like people are allowed and should be allowed to be who they are, regardless of who's judging them or what, what, whatever, you know, in, in my point of view. But like, for her, it's just like she lives on social media. Like she thrives on like clout and she likes attention and she likes being seen and heard and experiencing new experiences and meeting new people and showing herself off. And not, not, not in like a provocative or maybe in a provocative way, but like showing herself off as in like, Hey, like, look how great I am. You know, look, look at me, you know, give me attention. And I get, you know, I'm not saying that to bag on her and trash on her because there's a lot of girls that like, I'd say that's normal, you know, for girls or even people to be like, like guys too, or whatever you want to be called. It's like, it's normal to, to like go out and like, be like, Hey, like, look at me, look what I'm doing. Give me attention. They give me the thing that I crave, you know, but I think like, that's, that's, that's not my mode of existence. You know, I don't thinking and being by myself for these past few years, I've, I've really been able to meditate and just process a lot of my thoughts and really develop how to be alone, I guess, which is so weird to think because to me, it's so normal. And it's so easy for me to be alone, but to others, like one of my friends, one of my people that are in my life, <laughs> like she is like completely incapable of doing that. She is not able to, be by herself at all. She needs constant attention, constant like, hey, you know, like, let's do, well, you know, she just needs the presence of someone in order to, to function normally, which is so like, it's so stunted, you know, like she's really stunted in that. Like, she's like my niece who's too, like my niece has to be with people. She has to like have people like guide her through things and like, constantly affirm her like hey like, you're doing good you know like oh what's going on over here oh let me explain it to you like oh you're confused on whether or not this is normal well let me tell you that it is normal like don't worry about it but my friend is 23 almost 24 you know like and she's still just so oh my gosh like incapable of being alone and it's just like yo dude you gotta grow up <laughs> you know but I think that's that. That kind of like leads into another topic. And I'll, I'll I'll try not to stay on this topic for too long. But that, like guys and girls are just different, and what's generally accepted for guys is not the same as what's generally accepted for girls. You know, I think like guys are not supposed to be alone all the time, but like for girls, it's like they they need company, and like what's what's you know that's that's normal. That's in general. That's like who they are as people. I'm not saying like, Oh, like there aren't girls who like, like to be alone out there or like are introverts, which is totally, you know, I think if you got, if you take that from what I'm saying, like you're putting words in my mouth, like you gotta chill. Um, but yeah, like I'm not saying that, you know, obviously there are people like that. There are always exceptions to the rule, but I'm just saying in general, usually, Girls are just more outgoing and, and social creatures. Girls are more type A. They're more like, you know, like, not judgmental, but like, they evaluate people. And that's normal. That's like, 
that's their mode of existence. Like, for guys, like, we don't normally judge people that much. We just, you know, try and accept people who they are or whatever. And you, I'm saying this also in usual general terms because there are judgmental guys out there. There are, are like, guys who cannot be alone out there. There are guys who don't have any hobbies and they're very whatever, you know. there's Again, there's always exceptions to the rule, but in my experience, in my point of view, it's just like, usually girls can't, Usually girls have a harder time being alone. Yeah. And if you disagree with me, like, uh, yeah, send me an email. You know my email. Send me a letter. I don't think you have my address. It'd be weird if you had, if you had my address, but like, yeah, like, if you disagree with me, hit me up, write me up. I'm super down to, <laughs> I guess, like, Talk to whoever's listening to this, because I know I know one person who's who's listened to my podcast, but there's like four other people out there, which is crazy. Yo, like, what's up? What's good? How you guys doing? <laughs> I, I saw someone in New York listening to this, which is crazy. <laughs> what's up, New York? What's up, man? What's good? <laughs> but yeah, okay. Uh, we'll go going back, going back. Get, get off the tangent. Get off the tangent. Um, it's like. What I value and what I think about now, having been single for so many years, is I think I've had time to be with myself and love myself. Because I think, especially in high school, especially like dating, like I didn't love myself. I, I I had to have her. I had to have her permission to love myself. If that makes sense, it's like, hey, like, do you love me? And then she would say yes. And then I'm like, okay, okay, now I can love myself. Now I can treat myself right. It's like, hey, hey, do you think I'm cute? Do you think I'm good looking? And she'd be like, yeah, of course. That's why I'm dating you, you freaking idiot. I'm like, okay, okay. So now I can have confidence in my looks. Okay, now I can have confidence in my character. I'm like, oh, okay, not like, oh, am like I look to her like as like kind of like you know a, a dog. <laughs> Okay, maybe this is demeaning to me, but it's okay. Like, I would kind of look at her like as like a dog and be like, "Hey, you know, like, is this okay? Can I can I play with this toy? Is it is it playtime yet? Is is it okay for me to you know be myself? You know, oh oh, can I can I? Oh, okay yeah now and then I would just go crazy, and then yeah, of course, like obviously, like if you live like that, it's not going to be healthy for your mental state. So yeah, I think. I've been able to really grow in the past couple of years because of therapy, because of meds, because of just being by myself and surrounding myself with different types of people and seeing what's out there. And yeah, I really see that like, you know, you know, what's crazy. I used to think like, or in college, I, I, I developed this mindset. That I was just like, Oh, you know, if I just try enough and I sharpen my accent enough, like, okay, like the analogy where it's like, where it's like, oh, in order to ask out a girl or to get a, you know, a girlfriend, it's like, it's like chopping down a tree. But, you know, like, you want to chop down the tree. You know, a lot of people have different ways. You know, like, they go at it, like, try to do it in one hack or several. But the main thing is, like, as you're chop, as you're, like, preparing to chop, you got to sharpen your axe. You know, you got to whatever, whatever. And I, I, I see this analogy to, it's kind of scummy. And I realize that now, but it's like, it's like, I don't, in, in college, I developed this mindset. I was like, oh, if I just try enough or like spend enough time with the girl, then I can like ask her out eventually. 
and then we can start dating. But that, like, I, I'm sure a lot of relationships start like that, or happen because of that, or marriages and families begin like that. But that's like, like going back to the beginning of this podcast. It's like that's that's not my mode of existence. That's not how I date. That's not how I engage with romantic relationships. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So like now I'm kind of realizing who I am more and what kind of how all of my romantic relationships have occurred in the past. And it's really just like random chemistry. It's like I'll, I'll meet someone randomly by doing some random hobby or whatever, like for example, school or music. Like I've met both my past girlfriends in orchestra or jazz band or like some extracurricular hobby. So I think like I just, I just, you know, do whatever and it it just comes randomly. And the, <laughs> it's really funny because I was talking to my friend, recently about this and he was just saying like yeah like he he also feels the same way he dates the same way like he just like if you meet someone then he meets someone but he's not gonna he's he's not gonna go out and like go on hinge or bumble or whatever and like try and find someone but he said the downside of that is like you have long periods of time where like you're single and you're just alone and it's not bad or good it's just it's just kind of the reality of dating like that or you know being passive but open it's like yeah well, if you're not going out and engaging with the world a lot, I mean, especially because of COVID for the past two years, it's like it's hard to meet someone. It's hard to engage and see people and meet different types of people and meet new people. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, it's going to be difficult for me to go out and meet people I have chemistry with or, like, have developed chemistry with people because it's like I'm not. Okay, first of all, I'm not in school right now, I've just been working. And it, like it's a work from home job. Uh, like when I do go out, it's usually church or whatever. And it's like, dude, I know everyone at my church, and they're either super old or like not super old because I wouldn't. Um, but like, they either have known me since I was in middle school, so they don't see me in that way, or just like I'm just not their type, and that's totally fine. But I just keep running into the same circles of people, and it just sucks. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna like, it just sucks to be, to like feel this way for so long. Cause like, I do want to share my life with some, I do, I have, I do want to date. And it's just like, <sighs> because I haven't dated in so long, I, I begin to doubt myself. I'm like, oh, like, I, I'm awkward or like, I'm not a good guy or like, I need to change how I look. I need to change how I act. And like, I think that's why I developed that mindset I had in college. And it's like, oh, I, I gotta like just spend enough time with someone and then eventually I'll be able to date them. But it's like, no, like, that's not how I, that's not how any of my relationships have ever started. That's not how any of my. <sighs> I want to see romances, but yeah, I guess like, yeah, both times I've dated, it's like, that's not how it happened. You know, like, it's mainly just chemistry and just random chance. So. Literally, I'm just random. If it happens, it happens, but I'm not gonna go out. I'm gonna still, like, I mean, not go out, but I'm not gonna, like, go out and try to find girls to hit up and talk to, because, like, that's not who I am as a person. I don't live in that mode of existence. And I think that, like, I just I actually just realized that a couple hours ago when I was talking to my mom, because, like, she was, like, saying, like, yeah, like, no, duh, you're not dating yet. It's like, you don't, everyone you you know right now or all the girl, girls I know like I've known them for years and it's just like I don't have chemistry with them and they just see me as a brother as a brother and I'm just like oh, yeah, 
God's sake. But yeah, it's it's so like uh it's still hard, you know. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's just hard to be like this a lot of times, and it's hard to be honest, I guess, with how I feel with my insecurities, because it's like, oh no, I, I I feel like this pressure of like, oh, because I'm in therapy and everything, like I should feel, I should be better already. I should, you know, have it fixed, but, you know, I, I think as I've been journaling and realizing for the past couple of months and years, maybe, maybe past year and a half, like, I'm, I'm always going to be in process, you know, I'm always going to be, you know, in, yeah, I, that's the best term for it, in process, you know, I'm never going to be finished. Always going to be working. There's always going to be something I can be working on developing. You know, my sense of self, my self confidence, my self esteem. You know, my self interest. And I, in the past, I used to think of those things as like, oh, you know, like those guys are arrogant. Who have high self esteem and self confidence are douchebags and assholes. It's like, yeah, sure, some of them, but it's like not everyone. You know, not 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 everyone who has self confidence is an asshole. Like there's there's good guys out there who have a lot of self confidence. And it's like, yeah, that's like, it. I think usually when I have a, uh, like a bad or toxic behavior or belief, it's it's usually falls along the lines of like, oh, it's either it's either this or that, you know, very black or white. And I realized a lot of my healthier habits and like more critical thinking or more or healthier habits and that come from truth and critical thinking always fall along the lines of like you know yes and no or like it you know both and it's like it's it's a mixture of it's like a lot of gray you know and i think that's something that i am looking forward to but i think that's something that i appreciate about this on my life you know my early 20s and i'm just like recently graduated from college trying to pursue nursing trying to pursue like a career i'm just trying it out you know, like I'm, I'm just, I'm just gonna keep doing my thing until like someone, until I fail, someone tells me to stop, or my body says, "Hey, you got, you gotta take a break." And so I think, like with that, like I feel, I feel like I've been really good, uh, not really good, but like I, I've, I've been really excited and happy. Uh, not happy because I'm not like, oh my gosh, I lost. Zippity zippity doodah! Today's gonna be a good old day! It's it's more like, it's more joy. It's more joyful and peaceful than anything. It's like, oh, like, no matter what happens today, you know, like, I'm gonna be okay. And like, yeah, sure, I have bad days. Sure, I have like, you know, some days I lose and the thoughts like, you know, beat me. But like, a lot of times, like, I feel good. I feel like, no matter what happens today, yeah, like, I'm going to not let it affect my mood. Like, I'm going to have a good day despite anything. Or in spite of anything that happens, you know? And and I feel like there's something interesting that one of my friends said in high school that is... Oh, sorry. Let me just take a second more. Ah, you can hear that. I see it showing up on the audacity. I am so sorry, but that is the reality of recording with this. <laughs> um, yeah, like, there there are certain primal things that all of us can relate to. And I think what, what, 
back in high school, my friend said it was like eating, sleeping, and like sex. Like those were like the big three. Like no matter what, like everyone can relate to those things. Like those things are like just instinctual. Those things are primal within us. And I think like I definitely agree. Like everyone is can relate to those three things either in a good way or bad way, or like they can at least understand you know across cultures across time even across languages like they those three things they can understand but i think i also want to add another thing to that where like i kind of developed another pillar i guess a primal pillar i I think that's connection and i think that's you know kind of what i talked about in my loneliness podcast or my loneliness episode where do they all come from it's like it's like that that's something that we all need that's something that we all understand it's like friendship and companionship and the wanting to not be alone or feel lonely or like to be fully known fully loved and it's like you know i was kind of bagging on my friend earlier in this episode and like oh like she can't she can't you know like be alone she always needs someone there to do to just be a basic human it's like yeah it's like I, as much as i can judge her like i understand where she's coming from so i i don't condemn her you know i, I understand where you know, that feeling comes from it's like it's hard to be it's it's painful to be alone. like you know i think there's like some studies and research that shows like people who are unmarried or or you know for their lives or never get into a relationship it's like they literally lose like seven to eight years of their life, life lifespan which is crazy and it's so insane that um it's so in, it's literally so insane that loneliness can literally kill you you know but i think i think like to tie everything up and to go into this our next segment it's like it's like yeah you know like loneliness is bad and i, you sh- I shouldn't I shouldn't put my worth and value in how in my relationship status, but and at the same time, it's like I'm never gonna get this time again in my life. Because looking at my older brother, you know, he's married. He, you know, praise God, you know, like he just had two twins, two girl twins, like just be born yesterday, and oh man, it's crazy. Like he's a he's a father of three. He has three daughters, you know, and like. His life is busy. His life is like taking care of his wife, taking care of his kids, working for his kids, making sure they're provided for financially, emotionally, like, you know, everything. He's just, he's, he's just a father and a husband now. He's like, he's a family guy. You know, but it's, it's like a, he's, that's his life. That's it. That's everything that he's into now. Or not into, but that, that is his reality. And it's it, obviously it's very beautiful. I'm not saying that's like no, you should run away from the family. But like I'm saying, like when you're at that stage in life, you can't go backwards. I mean, you can, but it just hurts a lot. But like at that stage in your life, you know, like you begin to appreciate, like when you were single, when you had all this free time, when you had like the ability to set up these good habits, and you had this ability to think <laughs> and ha- wake up whenever you want to wake up and eat whatever you want to eat and then like pursue whatever you want to pursue because you have all this energy you have all this time you have all this you know maneuverability and i i honestly like in my point of view i can't imagine spending my early 20s being anything other than single 
Like, of course, of course, like, I'm open, but I'm passive, you know? Not unless I mean, like, someone, like, really, really amazing or something. Like, I'm probably not going to give up my singleness because I, I really value it. And, I, and it took me a long time to really value it, <laughs> which is kind of uh, beautiful in a sense because, like, I used to hate being single. I used to be like, oh, like, is there something wrong with me? You know, like, those typical single guy thoughts, but it's like, no, like, I just am single during this time in my life, and I I feel like I have grown so much. I've been able to communicate better. I've been able to be myself more and just not be stressed out so much by other people's opinions of me or, or whatever. I mean, just like, just to sum it up, it's like, I, I don't play other people's games anymore. I play my own game, you know? I'm, make, I'm making my own game, man! And it's like that in that way, like I'm I'm so I so much joy, I so much peace. I'm movable, you know. And obviously like I have bad days what I'm not saying like I'm invincible. I'm saying like you can't bother me anymore. If that makes if that makes sense. Like you have the it's like it's like uh King not King Maiden, Saruman, like Saruman telling Gandalf, like, ah, you have no power here, Gandalf. But it's like, yeah, <laughs> bad example. Obscure example, but yeah, I, I really feel like, yo, like, you have no power over me. Like, sure, you can say whatever and do whatever and, like, block me on whatever and say, like, hey, don't talk to me anymore, but oh my gosh, there's a truck outside. I am so sorry that you guys can hear that. My doors and walls <laughs> my doors and walls are thin. Um, but yeah, like, I feel good. You know, I feel really good about being me these days. And yeah, obviously I'm not perfect. Obviously, like I still hate myself and I'm trying to work on it. But it's like I don't think I could be here if I was still in a relationship with my yeah, she's my high school friend, but. She's the ex, really. Like, with my ex, like, and I feel good. I feel really, really good. I feel really, like, at peace and just happy. Obviously, I'm still nervous about applying to, jo to jobs and being a nurse in the future. Obviously, I'm very, like, scared and anxious and insecure about it. But, you know, that's always, I'm always going to be in process. And, yeah, I guess... This, this last segment that I want to wrap up this episode is like just the things that I've learned and kind of like the people that are out there. I guess maybe like what attracts me. Yeah, I guess whatever. Talk about that. I'll talk about that first just to get out of the way. Um, yeah, I guess what attracts me. I think, I don't know. I, I, I like chemistry. Like I don't understand it. Attraction. <laughs> School jokes, science jokes. I do understand chemistry though, so it doesn't really work. Um, like, I just, it just happens, you know? I think when I see someone in a certain light or whatever, like, I just like them. So, yeah. Uh, I think, but some, some things I value in a woman is like, someone who's coachable, someone who's like, you know, like, I don't have it all together, you know? And I'm still in process, and I'm still, like, fluid and valuable, and 
yeah, okay, I I want to figure myself out and as well as life. And it's like this person values like not long term gratification, but just like values like quiet things in life. Values like going on walks, like eating meals in silence, you know, like in silence and watching movies where not a lot of things happen. You know, watching shows where it's like it, it makes you think about certain things, you know. But I don't know. I feel like I'm just I, like I just don't know what really what really gets me going. It's just it, I I know it when it comes. I guess. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I did want to talk about. Oh my gosh! Dude, that's why that's why Amazon <laughs> delivery guy is just on the phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a what a what a dude, what a guy. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's so interesting to think like. He's delivering two packages, my guy. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. This is so funny. Real life podcasts. Sorry, those are my dogs barking. You can hear it, by the way. Uh, I totally forgot what I was gonna say. I totally forgot what I was gonna end this thing with. Um, yeah, I yeah, I'm just gonna talk, I guess, for the next. 12 and 10, 12, whatever minutes I have left. Um, yeah, like, I think, I think ever since my niece was born, it's done a lot of things to me. Realized I do want to be a father. I do want to marry one day and be in a relationship. Because, like, that's, again, it's one of those primal pillars. It's something that I really value. Like, I think it hits all four, actually, marriage, like, sleep, eating, obviously sex, but, like, connection, you know? And I think, like, oh, yeah, okay, I I think I'll, I I remember what I was going to say, like, in high school, I used to think, like, significant others and spouses, like, they have to be all things to me. They have to be my comforter, they have to be my, you know, they have to be ex- they have to be comfortable. They have to be exciting. They have to be fun. They have to be relaxed. They have to be talkative. They have to be uh, introverted. They have to be extroverted. They have to be happy. They have to be you know like they have to be everything to me in order to, to satisfy me. But it's like now I realize, dude, like if you have those expectations in a relationship, you're gonna crush the other person. You're gonna like seriously like do a lot of damage to them and and hurt them because. There's no way anyone, any living human, any human that has ever existed can ever fulfill that in you, you know? There's no way people can be that to anyone, you know? Like, yeah, sure, maybe for like four or five years, but but married, being married to them for the rest of your life, like, no, dude, that is... It gets tiring, it's too tired, you know, like, that's like a full-time, that's like a 120-hour work week, that's worth, that's worse than a work week, because it's like, you can never escape, <laughs> so it's like, 
yeah, like you don't have to be that to someone. You, feel, you don't have to be everything to someone. You just have to like, I, and I think that's where like knowing yourself and investing a lot of time in yourself really pays off. It's like now you can realize like uh, what you need, what you really need in a relationship, rather than like someone to just pat and you know comfort your insecurities. It's like oh, you might need someone who's like more type type B you know, personality in your life where like, they, you know, if you're like oh, super schedule oriented and everything, it's like they're more go with the flow and they help you like relax and have fun and vice versa. Like if you're like more schedule, more relaxing and like laid back, it's like sometimes you need someone in your life to, you know, wake you up and be like, yo, let's go. We're going to be late. It's like, yo, like let's make plans. Like let's do these. Let's do that. It's like someone to like get you out of the house. It's like, yeah, like sometimes you need that. And, and I, it's it's just like just about knowing yourself and knowing like what you value in not just in a relationship but just in people in general and i feel like that's another thing that i think maybe in the next few episodes cuz i'm actually going to go up to portland next week and maybe record an episode or two just about life and just about friendship and games and certain hobbies that i love and, and cherish very deeply I think it's really interesting to see what types of friends are out there. Because it's like, it, for me, I, I feel like I've been blessed and very lucky to have a very close and tight group of friends who basically value very similar things and are very open and vulnerable with each other and can talk about like serious things whenever. But it's like, It's like, that's not the norm, you know? A lot of people don't have that. And, like, in college, when I was, like, talking to people, I was like, why are you so, like, desperate to have friends? Like, don't you have friends you met in high school and whatever? It's like, they're like, no, I don't. I moved around a lot, or, like, I switched schools a lot. It's like, oh, gosh, that's, I see. So, I'm, I feel, like, very lucky to have had, you know, like, a group of people that I've known ever since I was young, like, literally, like, four, four or five, and, like, literally grew up together feel so bonded and close to them like it's great and i think that's something that i because because it's like that old you know battle tale is all this time like like that's either me or your friends you know and i feel like i never want to be in a position to make that choice because 10 out of 10 times, this is going to be my friend. I'm going to make, I'm going to choose my friends, you know. But I think I realize I don't, my, my spouse doesn't have to be, you know, my companion. As weird as that is to say, like, eventually, sure, they are just going to become my companion because of the amount of time and conversations we will have over the decades that we're married or whatever, but it's like, in the beginning, they're not that. In the beginning, they're just that person or this person. They're basically a stranger. And, like, you get to know them and you, like, you see all their flaws and you see all their shortcomings and you see all their insecurities. And I think, like, that's that's something that I realized about love that is kind of heartbreaking because, yeah, like I shared in the past DML podcast, it's like, I still really, really care about my ex like i really care about her she doesn't care about me at all 
Like, I'm... I saw her once. And I couldn't recognize if it was her, but now looking back, it was definitely her. Like, she just glared at me. Just like, dude, I hate you. I'm just like, shoot. Word. You know, I don't feel that way about you, but okay. And yeah, it sucks because that is like, I think, the character of who I am. You know, I care about people. Even if they hate me. And that has caused me a lot of unnecessary pain. And it's, I need to let her go, but yeah, I'm just telling, just being honest and vulnerable. Like, I really, 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 care about herself. Yeah, and that's something I gotta process and get over and, you know, slowly over time let go, but. It's not going to happen overnight. But now that I've identified it and I'm grieving over it, I can begin the process of letting go. <sighs> yeah. Well, guys, gals, non-binary pals, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I hope you have learned something, felt comforted, you know, felt like uh, if anything, wow, at least my life is not as sad as this guy's, who's still hung up over a high school ex five years later. But, yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. Guys, gals, non-binary pals. Hope to see you in the next episode, where hopefully the audio gets better, because right now it's still a kakapupu. Hopefully when I get... um my new mic and audio equipment, like, things will get better. And hopefully, like, I can record in a better environment because my room is echoey as heck. But yeah. Yeah. I hope you guys are okay. Staying safe out there. And, yeah, I guess I just want to end it with this, like, it's all random, guys. It really is. And, the sooner you realize that, like, the sooner you can, you can become free. You, know? you really don't have any control over your own life. You can, yeah, you can continue to make decisions and make choices, but eventually, as in all things, like something is going to tell you to stop. Whether whether it's good or bad, like it's just all random, and that especially goes with for with relationships. It's like you don't really choose who you have feelings for. You don't really choose who you fall in love with. It just kind of happens. It's all kind of random. And yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like, you might find it as soon as you stop looking. You never know. Be open but passive is my MO. Yeah, okay, I'm going to end this before I, I sneeze. Because I feel like I have to sneeze. But yeah. Bye guys, gals. Non-binary pals. I'll see you next time. Bye.